0: Welcome to the Cadestone podcast, where we explore the nature of reality, the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and your personal empowerment. I share regular pointers and reminders on my social channels to engage in play and playfulness, and in this episode, I'll dive more into why that is. Play and playfulness are actually a form of intelligence and they are ones that help you move into vibrant states of being, vibrant states of being that are so helpful and supportive of your ability to expand into flow, to return to states of flow and to achieve states of harmonic alignment in your being. How much play and playfulness is in your life right now? How much lightheartedness do you experience in your day-to-day? Take a look at the past week or the past two weeks, for instance, and notice, take stock of how much humor, how much imaginative play, how much spontaneity or, or social playfulness you experienced. Was it deliberate and intentional? Is it a normal part of your life to play, to be playful? And if you did engage in play, did you feel completely uninhibited and free to enjoy yourself in, in those moments? It's a great starting point to explore your relationship to play and playfulness, to explore your current existing map and model around play and playfulness as you listen to this episode. As with most of what I teach and share, the goal here is to have you move into and reside in healthy, harmonic, and balanced states of being, because it's those harmonic states of being that bring a wealth of blessings into your life experiences physical, emotional, and psychological wellness, co-creative success and your ability to bring your dreams and vision to life are all a function and extension of your states of being, your states of consciousness. So with what degree of ease of freedom and regularity do you experience playfulness in your life? And what are your current rehearsed beliefs your current rehearsed stories and narratives about having a regular experience of play and playfulness in your life. As I'm asking you these questions, notice your responses, make note of them. Let's explore where play and playfulness calibrate in the frequency spectrum of emotions. Emotions as energy and motion are indicators of the flow of life force through your nervous system and energy field. The more optimal your energy flow, the more energy you have to create the life you wanna live. Your energy is your reality currency. It's your creative power. For health, for well-being, for co-creative success, you want your energy to be open, flowing, harmonic, and orderly. I did talk at length about the life-rich nature of life force in my How to Connect to Your True Nature course, that the energy of your being, the energy of your core essence, the energy of universal energy, is a life-affirming flow of vibrant and harmonic waveforms. Being aligned to that life-affirming vibration with as much regularity as possible is what allows you to co-creatively manifest while being on all levels. Laughter, humor, play, playfulness, are easily accessible and great tools for that purpose, for tuning and toning your energy field into harmonic states. The relaxation they can evoke, the expansion of your perceptual field that can happen are all helpful in allowing your ability to tune into higher frequency signals. Both what you transmit, both what you broadcast outward, and what you receive from the field become harmonic tones when you are engaged in laughter, humor, play, and playfulness. And remember, universal guidance is a high-frequency broadcast. It's a broadcast you can access and receive accurately when your own field and focus is calibrated to positive emotions. So enter the tools of play and playfulness. When you evaluate the lightheartedness and the energy of play and the energy of humor, of having fun, of being playful, when you take a look at or closely examine what states of being Activities that evoke playfulness and humor move you into. You'll find the emotion of joy and the spectrum of joy frequencies to be what you tap into. There is a palpable lightening of your energy field when you're in the joyful spectrum of emotions. Now, joy spectrum of emotions include joy, feeling playful, feeling cheerful, feeling engaged, feeling entertained, feeling curious and interested, feeling captivated, feeling delighted, excited, and the like. Explore what emotions are present in your own experiences of play and fun. Build your awareness of your playful intelligence, this facet of your being to be at play. Recognize it, build that psychological map of how you do play and playfulness and what you experience when you are in states of play what emotions do you feel when you're having fun when you're at play what's your physiology like do you have you know mental activity what's that like how are you oriented in your environment when you're in states of play now these great feeling emotions these wonderful feeling emotions that you experience when you're in states of play are frequencies with high vitality. And they're frequencies that expand your bandwidth for receptivity, for well being, for achieving harmonic and coherent states of being, for having an enjoyable co creative journey. These emotional spectrums, these joy frequency spectrums, are ones to re- regularly evoke and attune to. Now that said, I'm not suggesting that you keep yourself only in joyful states all the time. There's a holistic balance to be maintained between the wide spectrum of emotions you experience in human life. What I'm more talking about here is creating moments where you do engage in play and playfulness with regularity. The brilliance of our being is that when you attuned to certain emotions, you'll spontaneously experience thoughts that reflect those frequencies. If you want more inspired flow, or if you want to experience an expansion of your creativity, for instance, moving into these emotional tones, like joy, will make that fairly easy. Positive emotions and the harmonic orderliness of them helps your energy channels open up and metabolize life force better. You become much more receptive when you are in positive energy states. Now, I can tell you that it's when I'm feeling good, when I'm calibrated to positive emotional tones in my being that I start to get all variety of great ideas about what to create next. You know, this podcast that I'm breathing life into came together when I was in a state of positive emotions. That's when I find my flow. That means that it's in these states that I'm receiving those qualities of consciousness streaming as inspiration, as insight, as you know, exciting ideas and the like from the field. I've also talked about the physical, psychological, emotional, and relational benefits of positive emotions in more depth in episode 12. So for more on the benefits of positive emotions in general, tune into that episode. There's a lot there. The benefits of having playfulness habits in your life, as that being a regular part of your life, are so many. Physiologically speaking, constructive daydreaming, for instance, has been shown to improve memory, consolidate learning, and promote your creativity. Researchers found that when you start engaging in what they call personally meaningful daydreaming or constructive mind wandering, you move more into subconscious brainwave patterns that help you access inspiration and engage in creative behavior. Playfulness helps you expand into more harmonic states of consciousness. You move out of beta brainwaves and into those alpha and theta brainwaves, which are the states where creativity, insight, and inspiration are more likely to happen. I'll also mention here that those are the brainwaves, particularly theta, that reflect your level of physical relaxation and parasympathetic activation. You know, so along with that expansion of your consciousness, you are in a state of Physiological relaxation, and that's when your body goes into healing and regeneration mode. So play and playfulness, aspects of play and playfulness help you move into those states. Humor is another element of playfulness that researchers have looked at at length, and it's been shown to help you feel measurably calmer and happier, again, for the same mechanisms that I just talked about. Even if you've you know never taken a quiz to you know tangibly measure what kind of mood improvement you experience after humor you subjectively know this to be true you know if you've had a good laugh you know you feel better i can't count the number of times i've expla- i've exclaimed you know that was so good after laughing at a really good joke or hearing a really good joke or, or seeing something really funny you know, that laughter, that belly laughter that bursts forth from your belly, that really good feeling expression of, of joy creates phys- physiological, emotional, and mental effects that feel really good. The upliftment registers psychologically, emotionally, and psychologically, and physiologically. And again, because humor can move you into states of relaxation, it can also help you see the bigger picture. It's when we relax that our lens, our psychological lens widens. The relaxation helps you expand your field of view. You see the full picture, you see the bigger picture. You move into a different lens of observation. And that's really useful. That's what helps you stay connected to your bigger vision, your bigger intention, your bigger goals and desires. That's what helps you sort of remain focused on that true north, that big picture. Now, laughter also releases endorphins. It's the same neurochemicals that you release when you engage in vigorous exercise, for instance. And the physiological effects of that are, again, come with many benefits. These measurable changes all take place when you shift your state into the spectrum of play and playfulness. The other thing researchers have found is that playfulness and humor between couples is also strongly linked to higher relationship satisfaction. And I've talked about, you know, the benefit of positive emotions in relationships as well. You'll find that in episode 12. So, you know, what types of activities fall under this category of play and playfulness that result in all of these benefits? You know, things like playing with your pets, playing with your kids, you know, doing those little tea parties with your kids, playing dress up with them, singing karaoke with your family or friends, having a dance party with yourself, playing board games with others, you know, going to a theme park or a carnival or, you know, a local fair and going on rides and playing games, watching or attending comedy shows, whether you're, you know, talking TV sitcoms or movies or stand-ups, engaging in those kinds of activities that involve you experiencing bouts of laughter would fall into this category of play and playfulness that has all of these benefits. You know, reading or listening to funny jokes, even writing your own jokes and having a laugh, doing art or any other activity just for the fun of it, where the goal is just that you're having fun, that you're playing, doing something like laughter yoga, or playing other types of interactive games that evoke positive emotions, engaging in team sports that are about just having fun, basically just about any activity that engages your inner child, that entertains you, that gives you a good laugh, that allows you to goof off or be silly, and that's done without a goal, without a purpose, without an objective. Being at play for the sake of play will result in this cascade of benefits that, that happen on all levels, energetically, psychologically, emotionally, physiologically and relationally. Now, I encourage you to add to this list or create your own of the things you find fun and playful. Now, one of mine, for instance, is watching Disney movies. Those move me into states of total enjoyment. Build that list, get to know your own way of being at play. Build that playful intelligence and your awareness of your own playful intelligence. Now, having explored this list, having you know heard this short list of play and playfulness, how many times in the last month have you had this kind of fun? How many times in the last month have you really enjoyed yourself? Or, you know, experienced a nice big belly laugh? Here's another thing to look at. If you don't already include in your mental models Play and playfulness as being a form of intelligence. That's a very important mindset shift to make because that is what they are. Play and playfulness are a form of natural intelligence. They are an innate, a built in, pre existing aspect of human intelligence. They are a way of relating to and learning about the environment, yourself, and others that you are essentially born with. It's a pre-existing circuit within your neurology, within your very makeup, that instinctually moves you into play and playfulness as an infant in childhood. There are a number of beneficial non-conscious and energetic processes that kick in for your benefit, for the benefit of your overall well-being when you shift into states of play. As I've already talked about, physiologically, neurologically, relationally, psychologically, and emotionally, and energetically, on all levels, state changes occur that benefit your well-being when you are engaged in play at every stage of development. Play plays a central role in the development of a variety of social, linguistic, and motor skills in children. It shapes the brain early on, allowing adaptability, problem-solving skills, and social skills like empathy to develop. It's been observed that play is also how many other mammals learn a variety of skills, both for survival and bonding in their development. Think of the puppies and kittens and bear and lion cubs you've seen videos of who are in states of play. That's how... They learn to socialize, that's how they learn important skills in their development. So play and playfulness are important at all stages of life for all sorts of well-being effects. Understanding this, recognizing that play and playfulness are a natural form of intelligence is key to making use of, freely making use of, these valuable avenues of exploration, learning, relaxation, growth, and integration that you know we call play, fun, and playfulness. I also want you to consider that play and playfulness are an integral dimension of consciousness, of universal intelligence. They're not constructs of embodied existence that came into form just for mammals. They are an integral facet of multidimensional and non-local consciousness. Look at the creative diversity, the rich vibrancy of the cosmos all around you. Look at the fact that play and playfulness are built in non-conscious circuits in mammals. Take a look at the creativity for miles and many thousands of miles in both inner space and outer space as being evidence for the playful nature of universal intelligence. Universal intelligence loves to create, loves to playfully create, playfully express itself into the multitude of forms that you see all around you and the shapes of, you know, sentient beings and the shapes of planets and solar systems and so on. It's natural to play. It's natural to be playful, to have fun, to move into the very jovial essence of life itself. And it's doing so that helps you access this long list of multidimensional benefits. If you don't already, think about how you can incorporate more play and playfulness into your life. Recognizing the benefits that I've outlined, the benefits for your energy body, for your mind, for your emotional body, for your physiology, for your neurology, for the way you learn, for the way you socialize, for the way you benefit. Think about how you can incorporate more of that into your life. Start by exploring your current relationship to play and playfulness. Explore your current narratives and update the beliefs you need to update to make play and playfulness a recurring and natural part of your life experience. Notice your beliefs. You know, how often do you allow yourself to goof off, to be silly, to be entertained, to have fun? How free and uninhibited do you feel when you do so? Notice your ability to craft new narratives around play and playfulness that enable you to experience more spontaneity in your moments and that allow you to welcome that spontaneity. Actively make time for fun in your life. Knowing the benefits to your being on all levels, knowing the expansion of your perceptual field that happens, knowing the tuning and toning of your field that happens, and knowing the physical and emotional and relational benefits that happen. Actively make time to have fun, to goof off, to be silly, to be entertained, to be in that enjoyment, in that space of enjoying and laughing and experiencing humor and the like. Make it as important as you know your hygiene routine. Consider it to be a tool for vibrational management or managing your energetic hygiene. And, and build that list, create for yourself your own menu of playful activities that you regularly reference to habituate this ability to allow it to return to its natural presence in your life. If you're enjoying the cadestome podcast, you can help grow the show by subscribing on Apple and Spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community. I've got lots of resources designed to support you. On your growth and deliberate creation journey. I've got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.